listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran this morning. You can text the show on 81215, follow us on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or you can directly email the Absolute Radio website. Mm. We've had a tweet already, Frank. A tweet? Yes, this is from Ricky Butters. He says, is it just me? Thanks for the tip. Do you know Ricky Butters, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if all else fails, you could always fall back on a career as a James Woods lookalike. That was to you, I should say. Yes. Now, James Woods, who I, I don't know if people No, but thanks for the tip. Really, yes. <laughs> um, I went out with someone um, for a while back in Birmingham in, in the, the old time. <laughs> And um, at the end of our relationship, we had an enormous row, you know, the usual. Oh, yeah. And she said, oh, I only ever went out with you because you look like James Woods. Oh. <laughs> that was a parting shot. She took away Because I had no hand. Google in those days. It took me three months <laughs> to find out who it was. Well, you got the pictures late, didn't you, in Birmingham? Well, I haven't heard of him for ages. Does he still, is he still operational? Oh, he's still got Woods it. Woods, though? He was on the cover of Cigar Aficionado. No. He was. Fair enough. Is that a fact? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dear. That's all right, isn't it? Okay. I thought you uh, had strident opinions about the cigar smoker. Yeah, but you know, I don't think people think I'm like him in his core personality. Right. He's got that sort of gaunt, big foreheaded, desperate look that I try to carry off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's got, James Woods. If you're listening, James, big fan of Absolute on a Saturday morning. I've heard he'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I find that a bit unsettling. I, I find it yeah. a bit Harold Wilson. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit Harold Wilson. Um, so um, I, I, um, I, I got a car recently, some, a car Ooh, in which I... Oh, no, I didn't buy a car. You. Someone oh. drove me. Oh, that's, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Ooh, get and, you. And um, when I walked out, he said... Uh, the, the driver said to me, um, I, um, I'm supposed to give you a hog. Oh, no. And I thought, well, they've taken a new policy, this company, and they've gone a step to... I said, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm unclear of your meaning. <laughs> he said, well, I'm Emily's regular driver. He's my regular... Oh, was oh, oh, it no. Steve Driver? I call him Steve Driver. Um, I didn't ask his name. Okay. I, I, let's face it. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Steve Driver? And he said, oh, yes, I drive Emily to the show on Saturday mornings. Uh -huh. And uh, he said, if I, she said, if I drive you, I should give you a hog. But we, we decided against it. I'm sorry to let you down. Oh, I was thinking some Brokeback Mountain thing. But, you know, we, I said, oh, she's great, isn't she? And he said, oh, yeah, she's such a laugh and all that. He said, oh. she's very good on the roots as well. He says, <laughs> And I thought, surely she does those before she comes out. <laughs> but he said, um, what, she's worked, she's worked out a route from her house to Absolute, which avoids all speed bumps so she can do her makeup in the back of the car. <laughs> that's 100% right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is good. Is, that's really, that, uh, the Pathfinder. Yeah. That's fantastic. Always putting the effort in, Frank. And I said, you know, because by now, I'd, obviously, I'd moved into banter mode. Yeah. <laughs> I said, um, well, there's not many men seen Emily without her makeup. And oh. then I thought, actually, there probably are quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I oh. feel like that when I've, there's not many women seen me shave. Is that right? And, and that's deliberate. Mm. Because um, I do a sort of a shaving face. Do you? When you, you sort of have to pull your 
mouth and that into oh, horrible. Yes. I know the position, yeah. Well, uh, well, yeah, uh, yeah. Can I demonstrate? Yeah. 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 Like that, and like be on a I, webcam somewhere. That's I think if anyone saw that, they might. Uh, it might cause a, some sort of fissure in our relationship. <laughs> I'm glad you saw Steve Driver, though. He, he seems a very nice like, chap. He is, and you know what I admire him for? His discretion. Well, well, I, I don't know. He told me that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair stuff about your speech. You, you haven't waited to wait for the other stuff he told me about. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I tell you what, I, I missed the show last week. Oh, we missed you. You mean you didn't listen? I did. I didn't listen. Oh. I was away. Right. Uh, Emily was in the chair as our regulars will know. That's something of a relief, Al. He doesn't know yet. Uh. Yes. And um, <laughs> I haven't been caught urinated in public again. That's what happened last time I didn't do the show. Yeah, but you don't know what we did, Frank. No. I, I can't remember what we did. I'll tell you what we did. Did we do something bad? I think Big Dad is going to be off your mad, Mr. <laughs> Allen. <laughs> um, I might have um, instigated a bit of a selfie war with Joan Collins, I'm oh, afraid. I forgot about that. I think I deleted Joan that from Collins. my mind. Well, you know that Ellen took that selfie the Oscars, 3.2 oh, million yes. retweets. Yes. Joan Collins did one, 341 retweets. Oh, okay. Of her and who are the other people in it, Al? Um, Pixie Mussolini. Lott and um, <laughs> oh, Pixie Sir Lott. Ben Kingsley. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I decided to do one of us, just out of curiosity to see how many it would get. I'm afraid we had a, a coloured photocopy of you held up. <laughs> it was all curling at the edges. I'm happy with that. Okay. Mm. Especially if it was a little bit too red. Yeah. <laughs> I like that sort of singing detective look. <laughs> um, we got 676 retweets, though. That whoop, is whoop. more than Sir Ben Kingsley. Yeah. yeah. After what he's done for this country. <laughs> so and India. Yeah, he did a lot for India, didn't he? This yeah. show is somewhere between, uh, as you pointed out, Al, Ellen DeGeneres and Joan Collins, then. Yeah. We can reveal. Oh, well, that's good to know. Okay. I'm yeah, well, we'll keep working trying to finalise that position where we are on that scale. Mm-hmm. That spectrum, that Degeneres uh, Colin spectrum. You're scratching a bit of stubble, though. I am scratching a bit of stubble. Listen, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've got me whiskers. Uh, don't worry about that. I'm not some sort of uh, eunuch. We, we don't I'm not eunuch pal. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you mean. We don't often cross-promote on this show, but uh, we've had a text from 546 saying, I was in the pub last night when I got a distressing text from my mate John saying, Frank Skinner on last leg. I'm glad <laughs> to hear you on the radio this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I should point out the last leg is a television programme. Do you see? Mm-hmm. Um, what? Um, yes, last week I was, I was um, on... Holiday. I went away for a weekend mm. with um, nice. with a lot of that? adults and children. Is what I went away with. Mm-hmm. And at one point, the holiday fell through. the The company we were uh, going away with dissolved. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, they were made of ice. Oh, yeah. Dear. You know those ice companies that are so popular. An ice break. Yeah. And um, no, it, it 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 sort of disappeared. The company and. Uh, Oh, and so I, th- so I thought, oh, we're not going away after all. So I phoned Daisy. Oh, yeah. Oh, the producer of the show. And I said, I guess what? Um, I'm, I'm not... It, it, it was the fifth anniversary show, fifth anniversary yeah. of our time. Mm-hmm. I said, guess what? I'm not, I'm not going away after all. Oh, what did she say? So I can do the show. What did she say? And she said, oh, well... <laughs> oh, thing no. is, everyone's in place now. <laughs> is that what she said? She said, can you imagine how I felt? My fifth anniversary show. 
So oh. everyone's in, in place there. <laughs> everyone's said, in place. Oh, well, I, I just thought, you know, it might be good if... And she said, well, it's up to you. Mm. Oh, can you imagine oh. it? The so, thing is, when she took that call, we were all in place. We yeah. were right here, ready well, to... Well, I felt... <sighs> I can't tell you how I felt. Oh, We right. can't tell you how we I felt. cried. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd seen eight magpies the day before. Um... <laughs> How, did you start it out then? Did you did you say, oh yeah, well I didn't want to do it anyway. Hang on, you saw eight magpies. Oh yeah, mm. I saw eight magpies in Is the tree. Is that a show in the West End? You know, um, you know, I, I salute if I see one magpie. I've mentioned this before. I always, always salute. Yeah. Right. And um, I have that dilemma. Actually, if anyone knows about this, I'd love to know. If any, there's any people who are uh, sort of uh, connoisseurs of superstition. What what often happens to me is I see one magpie I salute and then another one comes and I thought well I've diluted the one for sorrow but have I also diluted do I not get the two for joy thing now because I've saluted mm-hmm. so I've broken the spell anyway I saw eight magpies in a tree and um, I had to go against my better judgment and Google um, to work out what eight what that signified mm. um, more more soon <laughs> <laughs> absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So I had to um, Google eight magpies. Oh yeah. It's a wish. Is it? Oh, that's rubbish, isn't it? That's what. You, well, no, it's great if you know on the, at the time you can you can have a wish. But obviously, I you know you can't wish retrospectively on these creatures. Well, how long did you Google take? Surely. Well, I didn't. I didn't Straight want a smartphone smart. in the street. I, I you know I I frown on it. All right. Mm. You know those people that just walk along thinking everyone else has to get out of the way for them? I know, I'm one of them. Oh, uh, <laughs> OK. Of course, the joy of having a wish is that you can just do it. You don't even need to see eight magpies. I could have one now if I wanted. Go on, then. I've just done one. <laughs> wow. You don't want to know. Uh. <laughs> yeah. The good news is I was very careful what I wished for. So that's what they say, isn't it? Yeah, you have to be careful about <laughs> yeah. that. Otherwise... If you get what you wish for, uh-huh. it might be something that's not not actually good for you. That's right, yeah, that's the theory behind it. I'm, I'm saying that no, quite carefully, because people you might be listening... You both <laughs> <laughs> You both people. sound absolutely plastered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but come on, hold it. That's oh, exactly what it sounds like. Oh, hold it. Oh, when, when you wish, <laughs> what are we saying? When you wish. <laughs> anyway, so, listen. Up. I went away for the weekend. Oh, and, how was it? And it was lovely, mm. actually. So you got a new Good. place. We got you? a new place. We were we were helped out um, by the kindness of others. Mm. Um, uh, Boz, my my son, had the best time, and yeah. he. It, one problem, he's really really got into um, seesawing. Mm-hmm. Oh, lovely. The trouble is with seesawing is you don't want to be the only child who likes it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want Chris Beacons the other end either. Well, there's mm-hmm. nobody. You couldn't really put anyone the other end <laughs> other than a child. So there's a lot of him sitting on one end of the... of the. Th- that's not true, Frank. Me during Fashion Week, you could put me the other yeah, end. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know, you weren't there. Yeah. But, yeah, so um, it's like... I, it's, it's why I've never really got into board games because you have to have someone else all play with you. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to sit there looking at a, at a laid out Cluedo. Mm. True. Yeah. And guess who? Oh, just sitting there waiting, hoping that somebody phones. Someone will come along to play. Yeah, and you got it. That's awful. So yeah, it was lovely though. It was. Nice. I like being with a, a, a gang because I'm never really with a gang. I'm, I'm quite lonely. It's the truth. 
Lonely. You all right? <laughs> Just been away with a lot of people. I know. It's when I come back that I really felt it. How was the gang? Were they okay? You didn't do any of the. Uh... Oh, it was. It wasn't the ones I had a difficult time with. I was going to well, say. No, he can't. He can't see didn't them. Do any anymore. of the previous trip antics? Did you like? Uh, some of oh, the... I must spend more time with normal people or whatever. Oh, it was. No, no, no. <laughs> Physically ill when you tell no, me that story. No, okay. I didn't say that. No, I'm afraid it, it, we don't cook. That sort of stuff. You know. The, oh, uh, it was, no, that was a different group. This group, I. It's nice. We did things like have a quiz. Oh, yeah, did you write it? You oh, I feel a bit stressed at the thought of you having a quiz, because you are quite competitive, Frank. Well, I did I did oh. 15 to 1 this week, speaking of quizzes. Oh, well, how did it uh, go? Quizzes. Excellent. At least I knew what my chances of winning were mm -hmm. from the off. <laughs> is it still William G. Stewart, the hell? No, no, no. Right? no. You know, this is the modern world. It was Adam Hills. Oh, lovely. Oh, he's good. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, I was, uh, there was 15 of us, obviously. Question or nominate? Uh, well, it, I, it was. I can't say what happened. Obviously, okay. I can tell you a few. I, I was next to Hilary Devay. Mm. Oh. Um, uh, and she kept saying to me, "I, I mean, who, who could know these? They're, they're, they're obscure, so obscure. <laughs> these questions. They're, they're, they're the sort of questions you know them or you don't." <laughs> <laughs> I thought, well, that's a fair point. Fair point. There's one point they asked a question about uh, it was some TV program and she turned to me again quite loud and said it's no good asking me about television because when the television was on I was working in my dad's pub <laughs> and I th I wanted to say well it's still on do you know it's still on we're on it this is this is we're on it now this is television but um, she seemed to think the television that something happened in 1968. <laughs> Once. Yeah. Did that night, that night television was on. I was in the dad's pub, missed it. I weren't there for that three hours. Oh, Frank, God. do you still, can you tell me a bit with the format? Because they used to, um, your, your third light would go off. No spoiler alerts, but the third light would go off and then you'd have to sit there in the dark. Well, you have to stand there now do in the stand? dark. you stand? Yeah, so oh, people. I could give you a seat. I, ca I can't tell any names, no, but a well-known politician <laughs> stood in the dark for, I would say, 17 minutes. Oh. Just stood in... in, in, in in the dark. It was it was like the opening of the third man. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll come back to this. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Yes, so there was a bit where um This is fifteen to one. Yes. Again I can't I can't say what happened on it, you know. But I will tell you that there was a question that um, for some camera angle reason, Adam Hills had to do twice. So he asked he asked the question, mm. um, and um, you know you think one thing about quizzes, there you know the, the, you learn. That's one of the good things. Oh, about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he asked a question um, about the, the head of the Olympic Committee or something of that nature, and the person didn't know it, and he told them the answer, and then they said, "Can you do that again?" So he did it again, and I still didn't know the answer. <laughs> no, that's not good, is it? No. I've often thought, if I watch Mastermind again the next night, would I get all the specialist questions? Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't. Wow. I, d I watched it once, and it was uh, it was about the Aztecs. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. I thought, I think if I guess every one of these, I'll get one. <laughs> so it said, which king um, ruled Aztec Empire from 11... And I, and what I'd did go, you say? Mekahahu. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, what what was the name of the ancient city? And I'd go, 
Meglep. <laughs> and just just do that. And I thought, I bet if I get one, it'd be such a thrill. Uh-huh. But, uh... No joy. Didn't work out. No joy was my guess. No. Oh, I look forward to watching that 15 to You should one. try that. I, I, would, I would encourage anyone, when you're watching a Mastermind, mm. have, have a crack at the, uh... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just have a guess. You know, if it's something about um, the Enigma... Um, you can do it with code. the Turkish language, to be honest. Can you? Sorry, what were you saying about the Enigma code? Well, you know, you can say which, which scientist. You can just say, you know, Brian Ells. <laughs> and it, it, wouldn't it be great yes. if you got one? Yeah, this, this Charles Babbage sounds made up. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't he? Yeah, who's that? He meant to the computer. Oh. <laughs> uh, OK, well, I'm going to get one. Sorry, then. sorry, it's oh. technology-based. I'm going to get one. Not a computer. Yeah, yeah do it. <laughs> yeah, don't they get hot? I seem to remember they get hot. They do get hot. That'd have been a room. Tell you what, we had one at a, at a factory I worked at. That'd have been a frozen room. <laughs> do you know what? Frank, they take a long time to warm up as well. But they're very, very useful Who do? for finding out <laughs> the computers. Oh, what to yes. do in the eventuality that you see eight magpies. That's, That's the best it. use for a computer these days. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, um, Frank, you were spotted this week. Okay. By Ian from Gravesend. Okay. Um, I missed you the other week, Frank. I, I think he's referring to last week's show. Mm. Uh, saw you walking the street. Sounds a bit. Yes. <laughs> and thought what I could do to get your attention that wasn't shouting, Frank, you legend. So I threw a bit of gravel at you. Not to hurt oh. you, but it's the best I could think of that didn't involve my shoe. Anyway, it missed you. And you didn't ever find out I existed or that I'm funny. So I thought I would inform you. Yes, no. Alan and uh, Emily asked me earlier why I was wearing an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, did, I missed the gravel completely. But I mean, I'm, I'm happy for people to come and say hello rather than throw road surface at me. Probably a good rule. Yeah, yeah, that's going to go. Have you ever done that when you go around someone's house like they do in the films and throw a bit, throw stones at the window to get them up? Um, Not since I was dating Saddam Hussein. <laughs> <laughs> now then, you would throw a shoe. <laughs> My flip flop, I threw. Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't done that. Is that uh... Do you remember when the statue come down? That man hit it with a flip flop. Oh, oh yeah. I love that. A disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> good. I know, uh, you, did you not think that was right? I know he was a curate's egg, Saddam Hussein, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> don't take it out on on art. That's Is what that I your take say. on Saddam that he was a curate? It was a curate's egg. <laughs> you know what? I think me and my friends have adopted that. If we're angry, if you're angry with a man, you just get a photo of him and bash it with your Ginny Chew. <laughs> we oh, actually yeah. do that. And does that work? Does that make it feel better? Yeah, it does. Oh, good. Jimmy Chew, he was lucky to miss the um, rhyming slang <laughs> train, wasn't he? <laughs> what oh, could do with it? Do with it, Jimmy Chew. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've got a text in that I'd like to read. Um, morning, Frank. Comedy Northern Bloke and the Divine One. I'm not sure I'm happy with my handle there. That's all right, isn't it? Very I'll, happy with mine. I'll it's take got comedy, it. isn't it? I'll take it. The Divine One is the winner, isn't it? Um, mm. Fashion and sport question. I'm oh. taking my son, five, to his first match to Some see... Some of the names they give him now. Yeah. <laughs> Named after the boy band. Or, or he's got four children already and he's just gone oh, oh just like Charlie Chan at number one son got him five yeah I think you should have done the Ian McMillan I'm, voice there yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's how he used to. oh yeah there were different times we didn't know you see um, anyway I might start calling him Buzz number one son that's a good idea <laughs> yeah. 
I'm taking my son five <laughs> to his first match to see the Mighty Blades crush Wolves, who will be resplendent in footy kit, scarf, hat, etc. Oh, I, wolves. at 46, will be in smart, non-badged casual. Oh. Does the team think that there should be a new rule which men past a certain age... Which... Uh, men past a certain age from wearing... Re- ban men from wearing replica sports kit, I think. This is why it's not on the news. <laughs> no, no, there's a word missing in the text. It's, uh, it ain't my bad. I'm just doing my best yeah, with what to, I've got here. you have here. to amend as you go. That's, that's how it what, works. That's what I was Reading doing. Out loud. Also, Trevor McDonald never says, ain't my bad. Uh, <laughs> Although he should. Miss no, M. But he did get a knighthood for reading out loud. Miss yeah. M, please feel free to feel nauseous. Uh, John 106 from Sunny Cultural Sheffield. Um, so there. Mm. Um, well, I think he's correct. I like to wear a scarf. Just a scarf. I've no, my, I've not, 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 not just a scarf. <laughs> what did he ask? I can't remember. Not like when you wear you just your pajama top. If I went to the Qatar World Cup, I might wear just a scarf. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be steamy out there. Oh, I'm gonna wear yeah. hot pants to that. Oh. I'm just gonna wear a rainbow scarf to that. I might, wear de- like that. I might wear really high cut denim cut offs. <laughs> oh my nice. god! Like Daisy Duke. Oh my, <laughs> my god! Yeah. I'm not sure that the texturing wanted what we were gonna wear to no. the Qatar World Cup. <laughs> no. But no, but they're getting that's, it. That's what he's getting. Oh, well. Mine, I mean, just to for be the honest, record, I don't plan that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You hot, just don't. Hot pants. But then a fleece up top just to confuse the men. Mm-hmm. Oh, I might wear a, g- a gil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gilet. Gilet, yeah. Tim Sherwood style. Body warmer, old school. Um, um, what was... Anyway. No, it, I, I it, take his point. You, I, I mean, um, you do see um, lots of people... They, I mean, the, the thing is with football shirts, they are designed for professional athletes. Yeah. Exactly, Frank. And, Somewhat um, unforgiving on... And I really... It's, it's not so much that, because, you know... People, most people look terrible anyway. <laughs> but um, I, I like a scarf. I do like to wear a scarf at a game. And, and the, the replica shirt has replaced the scarf. Really. You're a sort of a Mancini kind of fan, aren't you? He wears one, doesn't he? Yeah, Even though well, he's got the job. Yeah. Takes a trip to the club shop when he I've first starts. I've always worn a he? scarf, though. Do you know what I mean? There were no, no people didn't wear replica shirts when I was. You had one going. knitted by your mum, one of those, didn't you? I yeah, exactly. I love that. Exactly. So um, um, I. You I wore think... a replica kit a lot during the 90s with Dee Badil. Yeah, but I wore it professionally. You mm-hmm. did. Different. Um, but I think, I remember seeing um, a, a crowd shot at the 66 World Cup final. There was people with big rosettes and stuff like that. And then there was a guy there who was just like, you know, a 60s groovy guy in a map and a, li- <laughs> a Mac and a little thin tie. And I thought, yeah, that's the way, that's the way to get to the World Cup final. Cool. No, not a hit, no badge, nothing. Yeah. Just so yeah, I'm 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 with Dad on this one. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We're going to start a sort of underground campaign to stop people wearing um, collars at games. You just go dress <laughs> normal, go in your normal clothes. And it would be good for pubs as well. Before I'd like to go because some of them say no, no colours. football colours. Yeah, exactly. I'd go full length ball gown like Young Musician of the Year. That's how Ruffles. I go to any Huddersfield Town game. I always go in that. And, and also, you'd same. be di- defying spo- sponsorship because the sponsors on the shirts. You'd That's be, right. you'd be yeah. fighting commercialism in football because the selling of the shirts are high prices. Yeah. And I think you'd be making a statement that the surface supporting of a team, what's on the outside, is all about the players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one on the inside often just think about themselves but with the football fans the team colours are on the inside they don't need to wear them on the outside 
It's really... Oh. It's nearly a rant. <laughs> and I hate <laughs> a rant. Frank doesn't like rants. Rant. No. Um, however, the, uh, the, the reader, John... I like Esther Ranson. <laughs> in case there's any misunderstanding about that. No, I'm, I don't. Oh. Um, John no, remember when I went to do work experience and she was rude to me? Oh. What did she say, Daisy? She said... <laughs> you can't just look nice and know people. <laughs> you yeah. can't just look nice and know people. You can't walk in here looking beautiful and just knowing people. I, I see you've opted to beautiful. <laughs> 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 yeah. I see the terror in your face when um, Daisy had reduced it to nice. <laughs> Tom downgrade me. <laughs> Daisy's amends were awful. <laughs> yeah. um, the uh, the chap here that has She's texted wrong, of in has said. Uh, Feel free to feel nauseous, Emily, and that's stumbled upon something that's happened in Lovely. my life quite a few times. Like you felt recently, <laughs> no, recently, I, 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 I feel nauseous. <laughs> I've had a few people say, "Oh my God, that makes me feel sick." About things recently, my manager was talking to me. He was boasting about how he's got a new money clip. I mean, what? Oh, it sounds to me like he's not busy enough. But what anyway, was the nature of the money clip? It sounds to me like he's doing all right for he, himself. He puts his money in his credit card and maybe a few receipts into a clip and he said i just have the coins in my pockets it's a bit kanye that and i said oh i've just got a wallet and he went oh the thing i hate about a wallet is the unnecessary fold started talking about the unnecessary fold because they become all big and that's I got, what i hate about getting older I can't. <laughs> <laughs> honestly i went oh what like on my wallet and i got my wallet and he went oh my god that makes me feel sick <laughs> He said it makes him, make him feel sick. It's not that bad. It's just a normal, I've what got it here. Yeah, what? but yours is really... If I remember rightly... I mean, it is gross. Actually, it is disgusting. Oh, no, it feel sick. <laughs> I didn't know it was made out of human skin. The <laughs> 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 thing is, there's so much human skin to go around. I feel like we should use some of it. <laughs> um, Do you know what? You can go very off-piste with small leather goods. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm always saying that to my friends in the S and M community. <laughs> <laughs> no, that there is too much in your wallet. Oh, there is at the moment. Too much? I've, I've got too many receipts in there and uh, and too many coins. It's an envelope. I thought it was a brown envelope. <laughs> there is, yeah. I did, uh, got a brown envelope <laughs> in your wallet. I think I might have put that in because I. I but thought, an envelope well, is a wallet. That's true. That is true. It's, it's so bulging. I'd use that as a footrest. That's a perf you've got there. Whatever you put, wherever you put that on your person, it's going to be unsightly. It's too much. Uh, wow, well, my mate. Mm. Um, I saw my mate after he'd done a show usage. the other day, and he came into a bar in jogging bottoms. I mean that turned my stomach. Wandering about in a theatre oh, bar in I a don't. pair of grey jogging I'm bottoms. I'm all right with that. Well, the, head, the head of Absolute Radio did that once. He still denies it. I he came in here once in jogging bottoms. I oh, ate on the once. wallet front. Is uh, I can't cope nowadays with a wallet in a back pocket. Oh no, male or female, I want to oh. see that. If, even if in, in you know a fat bloke, I still want to see the curvature of the buttock. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the worst thing is, is when Why do you want to see it? When, no. I just do. And when people are habitual um, wallet wearers in the back pocket, they get like a shape oh, in the I don't back like pocket. That at all. It might be a little. It might have taken a corner of the pocket out with its with its sharp walletness. No, I hate that. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. Anyway, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio nowadays with um, <laughs> with um, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Love it if you did. Oh. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. <laughs> Up to you, <laughs> or you can email the Absolute Radio website direct. <laughs> You've got to put Cheltenham FM. <laughs> 
Um, that's all right, isn't it? Yeah, nothing and wrong they with are, it. Um, they are texting in, but mainly about whether or not it's appropriate to wear football shirts after a certain age. That's, but that's um, an interesting point. And we seem to have started a text as, uh, where do you keep your wallet? <laughs> What's your wallet like? Uh, oh, it's a, pi- a pickpockets guide. We, yeah, we've had an email from Alex Mead saying, uh, hi Frank and gang, I'm a back pocket wallet kind of guy. <laughs> Just had a thought it would appease, would it appease Frank if I had two with even distribution between the two? One the right pocket for cash, and in the left for sundries, brown envelopes, etc. Mm. A clip is just too camp. And where would you put your stamps? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a. Um, I'm not back in the clip. I just think that the human. There's a reason that the human bottom is curved the way it is. It's so that you know it has even the, look at even it. the um, the ones we might think of got out of control <laughs> still look pretty good. You know, like the mandrill. You know, the mandrill <laughs> ape. Yeah, his face yeah. looks like he's behind, so that. Uh, He's always attractive, back and front. Mm. I just think I notice it. I think it's Morris today. It looks uh, it looks wrong in a back pocket. Yeah, Yeah. I used to do it myself. I mean, I'm like John McVicker now. You know, I had a life of crime, and now I've become a sociologist. And but I um I just think it doesn't look great. I I see people with the back phone. I see attractive women back phone in the pocket oh no what, what about spoiling everything what about iphone in the front pocket oh i don't mind that do obviously that. it makes you infertile but hey <laughs> <laughs> you know if I'm, you're gonna make an omelet <laughs> actually you probably wouldn't make an omelet if you if you did that regularly sure you know. seven seven one but frank think of the poor trainee pickpockets if people didn't carry wallets in their back pockets where would they start well, do, do they go for back? Because I'd have thought that it's quite hard to get one out of a back pocket. I suppose if you've been sitting down, that's another danger. Mm. Sitting down a long time and you've had a bit of numbness, mm-hmm. someone could just come and take the wallet straight out and you wouldn't know a damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it's a, what about having one on wheels? That's the modern thing now, isn't it? Just have oh, one wallet. Dra- a massive wallet you. on wheels. That's people can't carry anything anymore. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Lyndon Hughes has also... Lyndon Hughes used to play uh, midfield for West Bromwich Albion. Well, he says, Frank, on the subject of shirts, I was at the theatre last week and a lady in her 50s was wearing a replica shirt. This was wrong on so many levels. One, she was over 50. I thought you were going to say so many levels. <laughs> the upper circle. <laughs> Stall. <laughs> Two, it was an XXXXL size. Wow. Three, it was a Chelsea shirt with Torres on it. Four, it was in Liverpool. Oh dear! Blimey! What I'd like to know what what they'd gone to see. Well, so would I. Lyndon texted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lyndon do. Uh, she just Lyndon kept that. Do. She'd kept that Torres shirt, maybe. Maybe. Can be bothered to buy a new one. I was once in my my local bank, and somebody was having an interview with the bank manager in a Man City shirt. I just thought, <laughs> I'm not sure that's appropriate. They're a big money club. I saw someone pull up at the job centre in a black cab. I, I respected that person. <laughs> I saw someone pull up at the um, at the supplementary benefit <laughs> signing on place in a uh, coal wagon. <laughs> And he came in. This is 1902. That was just when I was signing on in the 70s. He came in, I mean, as black as. black with dust, with coal dust. Clearly working. (laughs) Couldn't be more clearly working. Left a big sotty paw print on his signing on thing and then went. Oh, oh, I don't know what's happened to this country. (laughs) It's it's nowhere near as funny as it used to be. Oh, anyway. But the fundamental point is the jury's out on the football shirts. But I agree. I think um, I think that that does make people feel sick. Yeah, wallets, football. I've I'm 
the trouble is, I'm struggling now to tell people things like that because I, it's so easy, isn't it? To, if you know, you think of yourself as yeah. straight talking, mm-hmm. people get hurt. Yeah. I've got a terrible example I'll share with you. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Well, you're going to tell us about you recently insulted someone. I don't think I can bear it. Well, I didn't. I don't think I did insult them, but they oh. took it surprisingly badly. I feel ill already. <laughs> this is my second Daisy anecdote of the day. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> I, uh, Daisy's working with me on another radio show Ooh, at the moment. For oh. um, BBC Radio 4. <laughs> now, if anyone's just flicking through the channels, I think, oh, that was BBC Radio 4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we've lost, what, one person? Yeah. <laughs> I've um, gained a few. Yeah, um, exactly. So um, I'm, I'm doing a... I've, I've mentioned this before, I'm doing a history um, radio yeah. show. So... Um, you did mention that in the past. Yeah. Oh. Perfect. <laughs> I'm sorry, I think it was a problem with my microphone. <laughs> with the Foxy Historian. Um, with ha- an mm. A Historian. Mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> Nevertheless, <laughs> uh, so Daisy was talking. Everyone was talking about history because when you're with an historian, you talk about history. That's what yeah. you do. And Daisy said, "Well, actually, I went to school, and one of the teachers was related to uh, Florence Nightingale." And we said, "Oh, okay." Yeah. And uh, she said, uh, oh, no. "Yeah, no, it might have just been. You know, she might have been. Um, she might have been making it up, I suppose, or it might have been a myth." But I said, well, "It's odd because I'm thinking." I was thinking that that you're making it up <laughs> in order to join in with the history conversation in some way. What's and, wrong with you? No, but it was it was a, it wasn't I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was a joke, but it was a sort of an experiment. I wouldn't say it was a joke either. No, it was a sort of an experiment, I, I suppose, in in um, fact. And uh, experiment on people like this. And um, I thought it was nothing compared to everyone's in place now. In the league table of terrible things to say to someone you work with. But, um... Where does it come in terms of, I don't think you've ever lied to me before, but now I think you have, but, which um, I believe you said to me but once. But Daisy went a bit, she went a slightly scary. Did she? Really. What did you know she do? That, remember, I remember this just big girls at school who, uh-huh. who walked walked around, but with their arms folded while they were walking. Do you remember those girls? Yeah, I, so, I was that girl. Yeah, they look a bit scared. And she she went a bit hand on hip and, and, and angular, and she said um, she said I, I should I should walk out of here right now. Wow! And she said out ah she said out ah instead of uh, she said oh, I should walk out of here. Right now, yeah. oh yeah, it Bit went London. It, yeah, it was very. Um, it was like Bronwell High, <laughs> um, if you remember that animated series. That I don't know if it's ever oh. broadcast, but anyway, um, yeah, it was. It was very like you, you know, say? baseball bat turn, baseball cap turn around the wrong way. Oh yeah, I, I backed off. I'll be honest with you. Did you? Did she get all beef in your face? She just well, she was standing in a doorway, so she was silhouetted. Oh no. I should walk oh, out of here, out of here right now. <laughs> Oh, but I'm. It's very urban. It's too urban for me. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't do urban, but I don't do it to that extent. No. Wow. Good to have a rule. I think you got your so it's just put, deserved. It's put yeah. me on. Then, you saying? I think but, you was what it was deserved. And then I was leaving a, a London, um, a private club in London. This isn't another Daisy story. You've got mentionitis <laughs> no, da- with her. It's not Daisy, and um, and. Uh, 
I opened the door for a woman yeah. and she just um, walked through. So I oh. stood and I just I just stared at her in the face. Yeah. And she said, uh, yes. And yeah. I said, I, I was waiting for you to say thank you. And you said, did not say that? Yeah. Good. And she said, <gasps> she said, I've got a headache. <laughs> Not the first time you've heard that that week. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say to her, I wasn't thinking things were going to go that far. I was just opening the door for you. <laughs> I back, again, I backed off. I, I'm, I'm losing my nerve in um, social confrontations. No, I, I think that's one of the things that makes me sick when you hold the door open for someone. Oh, really? And they don't say thank you. Sick rather than fed up. Fed up to the back teeth. Furious and sick. Yeah, incandescent. I just think it's Yeah, so but it's easy. not as bad as a jean hanging over a shoe and making contact with the earth. I worked with somebody the other well. night, had a um, button-down collar shirt, and they'd left the buttons undone on the collar. Oh. Oh. Mm. Oh. Come on. I just don't like a button-down collar shirt. It's a bit... What? It's a bit... Uh, they think it's all over. Do you think? Yeah, it is. I don't like pretty much any man in a sock, other than Frank Skinner. In a sock? In a sock. Yeah, I don't like men in socks. What it's just mean? a bit what creepy. Do you mean? I don't like a, a bare sock. I like them to have bare feet or shoes. I don't like socks. Only Frank. He looks quite cute in them. What, Any to other walk men are creepy. Him? Yeah. Do you so, mean with shoes? No, they can have shoes. I don't like socks on their own. So if I kicked off my desert boots and started padding around this studio, you'd feel I, a bit I'd, sick. I'd vomit. Oh, <laughs> I, I like it. I think it's. Um, yeah, but you're allowed. I've given you a pass. How can I put it? Cozy. One of my things as well is if people say, well, it's like everything, isn't it? I'll, al I'll always pick up something like a biro and say, well, is it like that? <laughs> it's a stranger. I mean, people I barely know. Oh, I am a bit... As someone once said in a text of this show, I am a bit of a git. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. And thinking we're going to sashay onto email corner. Oh, hold, 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 hold. Oh, a little oh. bit of email corner. <laughs> I like that. Well, it's like it's had a remix. A bit worried about mm. that. <laughs> email corner. It's when uh, when I used to go to like nightclubs and oh, a, and a, a record jumped and the DJ would occasionally go, it's had a remix. I always liked it's had a remix. Um, I like the one who asks questions of the lyrics. Oh, yeah. I was like, what day is it? Friday night <laughs> and the lights are low. <laughs> Where are we off to? Going out to it's oh, what are these nightclubs you went to? That's what they were like in the 70s, I'm afraid. Yeah, the ones yeah. Frank goes to now are different. Um, <laughs> it's part of the community. Uh, yeah. Emails. <laughs> Dear Frank, Emily and Alan, I don't know about you, but I love a good world record. This week, the record was broken for smashing walnuts by headbutting them. Oh, wow. 155 in one minute. Um, wow! That That's is a, a lot. lot, isn't it? One That's minute. brilliant. I mean, I don't even think I could do 55 Do they do, do, they do one at a time, or do they? I could um, do about 13. You think you could do 13 in yeah, one minute? Yeah, I don't think I could do one if I tried for a night. <laughs> Not with a headbutt. No. Well, well, I can't... Is it... What I'd like to be able to do is to break a, a wall knot without breaking the knot. Oh. Have you ever done that? Oh, yeah. When it... Oh, when it comes out completely clean. That. I love that. It has happened. It's never happened to me. You, what, you get the top come off, and yeah. the walnut, walnut looks like it's in, it's in the bath. You know, it's, it looks like it's in a bath <laughs> with a bit of a yeah. film, a bit of a nasty brown film on the top oh, of the bath. Oh, yeah, when it's yeah. The, bu the butterfly shape. I love the butterfly shape. Yeah, nice. and... Uh, 
but I find it impossible to get it without the... Uh, it's quite messy. There's collateral damage, there's no doubt, with the walnut. It's difficult, but imagine if you're headbutting it. I mean, the scope for delicacy. Apparently, um, Ooh, after, after he did that, the guy went out for a night out and he, uh, he went to watch the Nutcracker. He didn't, he had a headache. Um, this got me thinking about aspirations. Uh, I know a lot of people would like to hold a world record or win a medal, but my life's ambition is to be a bit part actress on a crime programme as a corpse or to be the lady a magician soars in half. Do you have anything you would love to do? I'll tell you what I'd like to speak to a psychiatrist about those ambitions. <laughs> do you think? I don't think it's that difficult. She just likes to lie down, this woman. She, <laughs> no, she wants I to play a corpse or be sawn in half. Sawn it's in half or be a corpse. One of my parents a terrible, dark yearning. One of my parents' friends was on a crime programme. Because that's, mm-hmm. happen- well, that's what happens when you get I older. I thought all of actor. your parents were on crime <laughs> yeah. programmes, weren't No, he yeah. played um, security guard in Crime Watch. And nice. there was a theft of a painting, and he went, Oi, what are you doing? <laughs> but he sounded a little bit too rather to be a security guard. Oh, right. My, yeah. my granddad hanged somebody in a pub in Newcastle. <laughs> Terrible story. <laughs> yeah, he did. He <laughs> threatened to hang this bloke, and the bloke suggested he was bluffing. Are you sure you want to reveal this on <laughs> so national he got, radio? He got, he got a, a, a rope over a beam. and a uh, terrible story. <laughs> the bloke didn't die. Um, oh. he, in How reassuring end, for his family. In the end, my grandfather was restrained. <laughs> but, yeah, but he... Uh, Seems to be something of a theme in your family. <laughs> what, hanging? Oh, in the end, they were restrained. <laughs> <laughs> On a good night. Anyway, That's your crest. I, don't, I can't remember where that came from, that. That or, came from our life's ambitions. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'd like to hang someone in a Newcastle public house. Um, what's our ambitions? Is that the... Uh... Uh, yeah. Oh, no, it's just, is there anything that you'd love to do that you haven't done yet? You've, met, like... you've met them all, Frank, really. You've done I actually think, mm. you know, I probably know a magician or two that saw people in half. We could make this dream come true, couldn't we? Yeah. I'd like if to... we really uh, worked hard for it. I'll tell you what I'd like to be able to do. I'd like to, be able to do one of those big whistles. What's you that? know when people put two fingers in their mouth? Oh, Yeah. Oh, there's I normally different that. reasons in my case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I don't mean to make yourself sick. I mean, yeah. I mean you know, when the being on those, we we'll see a cab and they, oh, they yeah. go, I can't do it. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. You oh, can do it. I'd like to be able to do it without the fingers. Though. He said he can do it, but he hasn't you done not, it. You better not do it straight into the microphone. No, no, it'll like ruin the whole thing. Or there'll be dogs throwing themselves at people's French windows. Oh, yeah. Go on. Oh, that was lovely. That's not bad. It was, a little, it was a little bit reedy. I felt a frisson in my stomach. I felt it was more reed than brass, that's what I felt. But I, I, I well, liked Oliver. it. Come back to that. Oh, I loved it. see Emily try this in a minute. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. We've just had a text. Hi all, I salute magpies too, but once saw 27 magpies on my school football pitch and didn't know what to do. What do 27 magpies mean? I think it only goes up to 10. What, there's a rule? Yeah, I think the song only goes up to 10. Oh, is it based on a song? Yeah, what, what, yeah. I don't... I don't know. I don't know the song. I've not you heard know, it. One for sorrow, two for joy, three for girl, four for a boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret never to be told, eight to wish, nine's a kiss, ten is a bird you must not miss. That's the first time I've ever <laughs> heard that in my life. Anyone wants to download that for a ringtone? It's there. Nothing. It's yeah, all yours. It. It's all yours. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. Um, yes. 
Should we go on well, to email too? Well, there was that doll I was bought at the time. <laughs> Carry on. Dear Frank, the wonderful Emily, and Lecoq. Hmm. Um, listening to Frank discussing the demise of daydreaming due to smartphones, I thought I'd share with you a daydream I've been having consistently for the last 14 years. Wow. Oof. I'm now 31. Oh, what I'll see. And uh, this serial daydream all started at 17 when I broke through at Portsmouth. I'd, wor- I'd already worked that out. <laughs> I, d- I, just, I did the math. Yeah. And became a key player in the first team. At Portsmouth? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a hell of a daydream. My pro- Start small. Yeah. My pro footballer daydream may not sound unusual, but the level of intricate detail and longevity surprises even me. Having moved from Portsmouth to Arsenal in 2001 and had several good seasons at the Gunners, I roomed with Sylvan Wiltor. Oh. <laughs> Aim high. Yeah. <laughs> I like that he didn't go for Thierry on No, no, Sylvan Wiltor, you know, we have discussions about being on the brink. <laughs> <laughs> On many away trips, intense chap, <laughs> I now find myself in the final 18 months of my contract with Barcelona. Oh. That's a coincidence, because in my daydream, I think I've mentioned before, I, I had quite a long spell at Bar. I, I was written off by West Bromwich Albion when I was about 35. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, and Barca came in and I, I went over there. I spoke um, fluent Catalan. Nice. <laughs> we got the crowd on my side. And... Um, no, this is absolutely true in my... Well, not true, but it's in my daydream. Mm. I played for Barca, and I'm now... Um, even I had to... I, re- I played at, at the top level till I was 53. <laughs> 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 and, um, and I came back as... I, I remember I was, on, I was on the tube. I was on the tube the day I was, came back as manager and was, uh, was shown to the crowd. I nearly missed my stop. It was very emotional. <laughs> But I'm not making it up now, absolutely detailed. And now, I, when it most, <laughs> when I go to the toilet now, I'm, uh, I'm usually doing uh, pre- and post-match interviews as the manager of Barcelona. Oh, yeah. Oh, that must They're be all good. right. They're fine with it. <laughs> you know, you what, your it. family have to li- having to listen to no, you? The, no, the 78 journalists I have in the lavatory <laughs> with me. <laughs> you know, I, what you don't want is, like, 50 microphones in your face when you're on the toilet. Oh, but I suppose if they're going to be anywhere, they'd best be in your face. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Anyway, I often idle away an hour or two deciding on what to do when my deal expires. I'm thinking the Middle East or the US for one final payday. Well, I tell you, I, um, I, I went to Japan after the World Cup and disappeared for about three months. Yeah, there was like a big um, oh, media yeah. hunt to find me. This is in the day. This is the post, the daydreams. I, what happened is the manager, media hunt the manager, the, the England manager was involved in a scandal, and last minute I had to play play a manage England through the tournament. But I got four goals in the final. Oh, four, I can imagine just the four yeah. unzipping the top like Glenn Hoddle. No, you know what? when they come on and it's all dramatic. The player manager. Yeah, but uh, what finished me off was the Champions League game at Barca, oh, and no. uh, I missed the penalty in a penalty shoot at the post. Ah. Oh. There's a fantastic photo of me just standing looking at the ball where it's rebounded. The amount of effort that's gone into it. You've written three lines five times over. I know, it's, um, it is incredible. But I love daydreaming. Look, yeah. let me put it this way. If we were sitting in there with Gary Lineker yeah. and he was recounting his career with Barcelona or whatever, mm. would it be... What's the difference between his memories and mine? Well, his happened. Yeah. <laughs> he's, but now, he's not a liar. No, but now... Yeah. Now... They're the same thing. Now they're just words. 
They're just word pictures. I so know, what's is this the... a philosophy question? Yeah, or... I don't see, and I don't see that my career with Barcelona is <laughs> inferior in any way to Gary. We'll Lineker. ask you both to play football, and then we'll be the. No, no. When he was playing, fair yeah. enough. But now it's all just stories. Anyway, <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We had a text in from Peter. McEldowney. <laughs> Did you finish the last email? No. Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. In conclusion. I'm the... so sorry. Okay. He says, this is, we should say... Come to all that trouble of a detailed daydream about his <laughs> career at Barca. This is from uh, Ben from Surrey, we should say, and he's okay. 31. So, he continues, San Jose earthquakes have made inquiries. <laughs> I say San Jose, you might say Jose, I don't know. Well, that's one of the great mysteries, is mm. why... Jose Mourinho is Jose yeah. and not Jose. He's changed my whole perception. It, we spent, you know, my axis has shifted. We spent years, um, get, you know, learning to do these foreign footballers and football <laughs> people's names. Right, Nigel Farage. <laughs> no, it's true though, isn't it? In these, the early... for, these foreign footballers. No, but you know what I mean. In the early days, yeah. when I, I remember. Um, Jimmy Hill talking about Eric Cantona. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it would have been ter- Terry Henry, wouldn't it, in the old <laughs> day? Yeah. And then we've all made an effort. Yeah. We, we do all the... And, yeah. and, and then, uh, having learned the... For, for the, the Jose's, whole, yeah. then uh, Jose Mourinho comes and, and it's it Jose again. We're going back to square one. Yeah. Which is... Have you done that deliberately? You know that back to square one? You know that phrase comes from football on the radio? Does it? Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, sometimes I sometimes the think there's a little a, a little um, comedian in me is working separately. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like Rob Rob Ryden's man. Sometimes I dream. <laughs> sometimes I dream things that really make me laugh. Things like one-liners. Oh, wow, where are they good. coming from? I love the idea of a little man like a numbskulls in a bow tie and a waistcoat, a little comic in your brain. Yeah. Someone's texted. He's Portuguese, not Spanish. Yeah, we know that. Nobody said he's Spanish. No, well, he, he speaks English in the dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now maybe um maybe that point I'm, I'm giving this person the benefit of the doubt mm. is that um maybe the the portuguese don't uh maybe they j right yeah. well i don't want to talk about that um anyway <laughs> san jose earthquakes have made inquiries so i do have some options mm. so i just wanted to assure frank that daydreaming is still thriving in my mind with one lasting for over a decade. From what started as a youngster at Portsmouth has gone off on tangents which have taken me to some wonderful tapas restaurants on the <laughs> outskirts of Barcelona. Yeah, excellent. To do well, it- we must have been teammates at some <laughs> point. <laughs> ben and I. <laughs> we must That's have been. nice. He's going to have to go back and uh, redo some of his daydreams with you as a teammate. I have to say, I don't... I mean, I, no disrespect, I don't, I don't recall him uh, in, on any of the England trips. <laughs> No, but he does say, I've been doing my badges so I can embark on a coaching career in the future. You see, I was, um, I got onto the wire, um, there's a bit of jiggery-pokery with the uh, Spanish FA, and that's, I didn't do the any of my badges. Didn't I just, do the badges. Just I, I just came in. Mm. Um, yeah, I also wrote a four-volume uh, autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> well, could I refer you again to Peter McEldowney's text, who says... I don't see how my career with Barcelona is inferior to Gary Lineker's is my favourite thing that anyone has ever said, ever. <laughs> well, thank you for that, but I, I, I honestly think it is a serious <laughs> philosophical point. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. 
Absolute Radio. I have a news story that I'd like to bring to your attention, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, this sa- now, this sounds like, some- like somebody's died the way you've done that. No, no. <laughs> but I, I have a new story. I think this Martial is a story. music that- play. <laughs> I think this is a story that may resonate with you, because if you'll forgive me for saying so, yeah. mano a mano, eye to eye contact, Frank, mm. you, you have got a terrible sense of direction. I acknowledge that. We go to the same cafe really or similar have. cafes every week after the show, and you, you need to be steered towards it even five years into the show. It's, it is true. It's mm. amazing. I have a, a theory that's that. Te- a terrible thing. I have a theory that you've used up a lot of your brain on other stuff, and there's just not room to keep it. Well, like, I, spoke the to a, to a I spoke to a psychologist once at a party. About this? Is it yeah. that bad? <laughs> <laughs> about, oh, no. about, my, about my sense of direction. Uh-huh. And she said, people that don't crawl when they're babies, um, they some some go just from sitting to um, walking. Mm-hmm. Is that right? And she said, if you didn't, if that the crawling stage is when you develop your sense of direction. So if if you miss the crawling, I asked because my parents are dead, so I couldn't ask them. So I asked my mm. sister. I said, do you remember me crawling? What did she say? <laughs> she said in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the Perno years. Yeah, but she said oh, uh, she, couldn't, years. she couldn't remember uh, me crawling as a baby. But that no. might be, she just can't remember. It's, I mean, awful. I'm doing this show I'm doing with Daisy, the moment, the history show. Mm. I have to be led around the theatre. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> um, We've had a, so a lovely think, text in. I was just going to say it out about uh, daydreaming. This is from Francis. Dear Frank, Divine Miss Emma and the Cockerel, I don't know if this has been covered before, but re-daydreams, I often daydream about confronting people who've been unpleasant to me. However, I often somehow lose control of the daydream and I become genuinely upset by the things the confrontee says to me, even though the words must have come from my own head. I find it genuinely difficult not to hold these imagined insults against them in real life. (laughs) I do hope some of the other readers experience this and can share my insanity, otherwise I've made a very great fool of myself. I often wonder that, you know. I think if you have a dog and it dreams that you're eating it with a stick, but it couldn't wake (laughs) up and rip your throat out. Francis is listening to our show all the way from Austria, as I'm studying abroad in Vienna this year. It means nothing to me. Listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with uh, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us on eight twelve fifteen. We've had some goodies today. We have. And uh, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email us through the Absolute Radio website. We've had good email. You know, I I love our people. I'm I'm sometimes cynical on this show, but I love our people. Just before we um, we crossed the hour, and you had to do a little bit of housekeeping oh. there, we were um, we were discussing uh-huh. we were discussing your terrible sense of direction. I have a story that I think is germane. Um, an Australian man. Can I, mean, I tell you a story first before we get into this? Well, can I want, tell you yeah. a story that is germane? I took my. It's about, uh, about pennant. So hold your horse. I'm, I'm <laughs> taking okay. my. Um, well, he, he was all right, Jermaine Pennant, with a bad sense of direction. <laughs> he was tagged for, for quite a while. <laughs> They're always going to find him. <laughs> Maybe that's my secret. I need, um, I need to cause some <laughs> minor offences. It's a bit of crime. Mm. I don't mean minor offences. I mean, mine, you know, to cause some things. Um, now, I, um, I, was, I, I took my um, little boy swimming with my girlfriend in the car, and she, mm. um, well, she was off uh, away for the weekend, so I had to drop, her, drop them both at Paddington Station mm-hmm. after the lesson. And um, so I was driving them to the station, and it said uh, 4.3 miles. So I thought, not too bad. Sit on the sat-nav. I'm using mm. the sat-nav. Yeah. Mm. I'm not bosking it. Anyway, I, um, 
I had uh, I had a bit of a what did he used to say? A bit of trouble. I had a bit of trouble, and. Suddenly, I noticed that uh, the four three miles, four point three miles to Paddington, had turned to twenty five point two. Oh dear! I was on the I was on the M one. You were. I was. Were you in a daydream? Uh, were you doing some kind of press interview for Barca? Is that I was. I was I made an error, and um, oh dear. an error. It was very difficult. That's I said a day to, of your life. You'll was never it the get vehicle? back. Was it the vehicle? Cat, at Cat fault? said, where, "Where are we?" And I said, um, <gasps> "So, oh God, I'm on the M one." I said, I'm really, really... You know when you say, I say, I say, that's totally my fault, as if it could have possibly been anyone else. <laughs> I'm really, really, really... She said, I'm going to miss the train. I said, I'm really, really sorry, really oh. sorry. And you know when you say that to someone and you wait for the little comeback? Oh, well, you know, it'd be... You know, worse things happen. Nothing. Silence. Oh, dear. Yeah, and then it's like, hmm. <laughs> it's the least gracious response to a sorry. But it was, it was terrible. Did she miss the train? Um, no, oh. I managed to. Uh, I managed to do a handbrake turn. He floored it and uh, just drove it. I rolled it in the bushland. I, I, I rolled it onto the. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, what it wasn't. What it didn't allow for. What about this though? For the yeah. moment, I said, didn't allow for the fact that I could get round on the services. Didn't give me that instruction. I love this story. I, uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a great story. I like any route-based story. <laughs> mm. But even in that club, that private club I was on about, where I opened the door for the lady, oh, uh, yeah. I'm walking around in there where all the doors are the same. I mean, I, I could open a door. It could be street level. It could be women in towels. I don't know what I'm going to find when I open the door. <laughs> no idea. A huge swimming pool, like it's the start of like, yeah, like, what's Frank that life like Mr. Ben. <laughs> it, it is, Benny. Opens the door it's, and there's like the a zookeeper. There's a zookeeper suddenly. Yes. Anyway, no feel, idea. Anyway, we found a figure that you may identify with. Okay. Uh, oh. Headline: Man gets lost in his own back garden. I found that in the thirties. <laughs> <laughs> An Australian man has been rescued by police after getting lost in his own garden while <laughs> investigating what he thought was a wild dog, it's been reported. The man, identified as self-confessed idiot Jason... <laughs> oh. oh, Jason. ..was eventually was located just 330 yards from his house. Jason said that he'd been watching TV and having a few beers. I think that might be an oh, understatement. Oh, see, I don't have that excuse. When That's unusual for an Australian. ..agitated. Well, he, he goes uber-Australian. Mm. Uh, I'm going to quote him. He, he's soon lost in the scrub, wearing only shorts, Uber Australian, with a phone fast running out of battery. Even though he was in his home, he could have been charging it up while sat there, couldn't he? Mm. I don't even know how it happened, Jason says. <laughs> That's brilliant. What? That's brilliant. Why is he so I African? turned to come back, and all of a sudden I was in long grass. I just <laughs> thought, where the blumming hell am I? I've uh, tidied Nelson it up Mandela, slightly. The late Nelson Mandela. <laughs> I just thought, where am I? <laughs> there oh, you go. Did a little bit of professional actor. <laughs> Three years at drama school. I thank you. The only person about to start in a huge series, and I, I think Frank. I want to hear your Australian. I think it's going to be a bit better. What? Um, I was sorry. Good. I only went Mandela uh, on what purpose. About, what about this one then? Um, the uh, a dinga took my baby. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I think that's even worse. It's got a dark edge to it, I, 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 you're, I'll admit. You're drawn, guy. Um, he, he did, did get say called a drongo by a drongo station. by locals. That's so Australian, isn't it? That even the even the news stations are calling him a drongo. I think he's a star. <laughs> I do. I think he's a drongo star. Do you remember him in the Beatles? This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I will tell you what I can't tell you boys about. I've been a bit of a girl about town this week. Uh-oh. 
I had my night out. Uh, I went. My gay godfather has a theatre production on in this Do you country. Have one of eight. Yeah, <laughs> no, just the one. Okay. Um, he has gay ones a show that. on. Well, gay godfathers are the best ones. Yes. You know, no children. Unless you're really focused oh, on the god bit, mm. of course. Well, they can have children, <laughs> I should say, but I'm just saying ticket sales are good and the inheritance is looking strong. Um, <laughs> he um, <laughs> he is he is uh, behind Blythe Spirit. Which oh. you may have heard has just opened this week. Oh, yes. God, it's Noel Coward that's behind Blythe Spirit. Well, he's not Noel true. Coward, is he? No, I wish. No, that, but that is Sheridan. That was Sheridan Morley's Godfather. What a great Godfather! Wow, cool. I bet he was behind Noel Coward. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, carry on. <laughs> so you went to see it, did you? I did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a hot ticket. That, well, it was a hot ticket for the sort of fedora wearing fraternity. Yeah. There's glasses on a lanyard, Frank. You would have absolutely loved it. Sounds great. Oh, there glasses was... on a lanyard, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Barry Humphreys was there. Was he? He always wears a fedora. He had a fedora. No. I thought, I hope I'm not behind him. That would be no. a nightmare. He's tall Did he keep as well. it on? Did he keep oh, it on? he kept it on. Throughout? I kept, I kept hearing him laughing. Kept hearing this Australian laugh throughout. Let's, let's hear that, Al. <laughs> 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 No, no, my Australian laugh. Yeah, that was the Australian okay. one. Okay, I don't know if you could hear it. Christopher Biggins. Pardon. Okay, you're dragging it down a little bit. Still, yeah. Safari so goody. Very good, thanks. Anita Dobson. Mm. No, I, you know, respect. Okay. Are these all was people that, that one, you saw? That one really good episode. Audience? We're just uh, yeah. down in the window cleaner. That was excellent. <laughs> it's that crowd though. Elaine Page. Is Brian May there with her. Oh. Well, you couldn't miss him. No, I didn't well, see... you could next to Anita Dobson. It could have just been double vision. Yeah, but I sat <laughs> I sat behind him at uh, David Bedell's, the premiere of David Bedell's The Infidel, and it was awful. I couldn't see a thing. Well, no, exactly. It's like uh, it's like peering into a nudist colony through hedgerow. <laughs> <laughs> if you anyway. ever done, I don't know if you've ever done that. Oh, it's one of my hobbies. Do they still, have, do they still call them colonies? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> That's a great thing. Why was it that the nudist colony, like, they'd moved in and taken over an area <laughs> by force? Well, talking of colonies, my gay godfather is Australian, oh. and he was sort of meet and greeting, as you do as the producer in the foyer, mm-hmm. um, before, before the curtain went up, before she went up, as they yeah. call it. Yeah. And uh, Cameron McIntosh, well-known theatre producer, he came over, he shook my godfather, yeah, imprecise, shook my godfather's hand, uh-huh. he said, hello. He said, can I say, it's so wonderful to have you here. After he'd gone, I said to my godfather, that's a bit patronising, just because you're from Australia. <laughs> wonderful to have you in our country. Yeah. My godfather said, he owns the theatre. Brilliant. <laughs> Embarrassing, oh, I didn't realise. And it was Angela Lansbury. She was oh. amazing. Can I just tell you something? She gets when I did applause 15, when she comes on. When yeah. I did, does she? Yeah. When, she um, I should think so, at her right? Yeah. <laughs> I was, when the second I was, half is slightly louder. When I did 15 <laughs> to 1, um, there was one of the answers to the questions was Angela. Was it? And, and, and the person didn't get it, and Adam Mill said, Angela Lansbury. And the audience went, oh. <laughs> like, with proper affection. It's lovely, oh. lovely Angela Lansbury. <laughs> Angela Lansbury in Blythe mm. Spirit. She was great. I mean, she's 88. Mm-hmm. So sprightly. Mm-hmm. You do get nervous when they come on, the elderly, though. I thought, oh no, is she going to dry or something? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like that old actress. Did you say dry? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is she going to die? I suppose. It's <laughs> a Tommy Cooper moment. <laughs> she got through it. She was formidable. Yeah. yeah. She was most excellent, yeah. Is there a sense that everybody in the audience is thinking this is a Tommy Cooper show, though? Is there? <laughs> 
Is there though? I mean, I saw it last night, and I was when she came on in the second half. I was thinking, oh, good. Not you tonight. saw it last night. You I saw did. it last I night. Saw it, what? I saw it last night. I oh, went come night. on, I missed out on the Blood Spirit you gang. You didn't tell me you were. Well, here's the thing, guys. What's the, um, the deal? The male lead in What's it is in a sitcom on? with myself, and so oh. I went in a little group it with very good. some other actors that I worked with. <laughs> 59 quid a ticket, though, and that was made straight, apparently. Was that, rates, your, was that apparently. your Australian? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> just my oh. angry. Oh, sorry. Did you have to buy tickets? Oh, that's a bit <laughs> mean, isn't it? <laughs> what, they're for sale, theatre tickets? How you know extraordinary. What? <laughs> From what I've heard, one day you'll, in, you'll inherit a little bit of that 59 <laughs> quid. That's what I'm hearing. Well, You've just thought. given it to me direct. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Um, um, yes, Charles, who I was Your idea is with. to eliminate the middleman. <laughs> Who's that a quote? It's Oliver, Oliver Hardy. Hardy. Of, From when they're going to buy a boat to go fishing. Ah, yes. Mm. So, um, so you went as well? Yeah, it's very posh, though, isn't it? It is very oh. posh. I noticed that it was really posh because she uses the word trance a lot mm. and she says trance. And it, yeah. it, every time I thought trance. <laughs> every single time. Did you? Even yeah, but enough about your raving days. Yes, indeed. I'm sorry, but for me, there'll only ever be uh, Dame Margaret Rutherford in that role. Is that mm-hmm. right? Mm. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Oh, could we possibly sound any camper on Absolute <laughs> Radio this morning? Well, let's have a go, shall we? <laughs> Yeah, this week the disgusting. Well, I'm not serving her. (laughs) (laughs) How was that? They do say when the curtain goes up, sometimes the glasses on a lanyard lot. They go, "Oh, she's up." Lovely. I love that. She's up. Someone else. So it was a lovely evening. Well, I'm glad you were there as well, Al. Sorry I didn't see you. It was it was pleasant and very good. It was like me and Ben being in the same Barcelona squad and never speaking. (laughs) Yeah. Frank, I also used Absolute Radio as my dressing room. Oh. Because I come here first and I change. Oh, okay. I couldn't do my zip up though, so I had to get assistance from one of the male DJs and the security guard. You? How big was the zip? Joking. The zip went two the whole men. length. Well, no. people to zip I went to this. ask the security guard and then I got a bit embarrassed as well. So um, Pete Donaldson did it up for me. Hang on. So you got embarrassed and brought in another person <laughs> to look at Hang on. That seems well, like counterintuitive. Cl- it's like closing an enormous suitcase, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Skinner, Dean, and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Already, uh, dealt with a long daydream about um, playing for Barcelona. I have another email here. Uh, dear Frank, hearing your Wimbledon daydream story reminded me... What you was had that? A, you had a Wimbledon one as well where you played with no badges and no oh, sponsorship. Yes. and, and yeah, no, yeah. I, I deliberately... I even, um, I even sanded the um, logo off my racket. Wooden rackets? <laughs> yeah, wooden racket. Wooden rackets. Wouldn't take any sponsorship at all. It's good of you, isn't it? It's good of you. Um, Shops at the market. To avoid uh, brands. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> Hearing your Wimbledon daydream story reminded me when, when we were young, my elder sister bet me ten shillings exclamation mark that she would play at Wimbledon one day, the championships, not just on a court. She is now fifty-five and lives in Australia, so probably won't hear this. But the last time I mentioned the bet and offered to calculate its current value, she replied that there was still the veterans' competition to consider. Does she actually play tennis? No. And that's from Hillary. Good it's, work on the bed. It's interesting, that, that because uh, my nephew um, moved to Australia, took mm. his children, mm-hmm. and one of the kids, who'd never picked up a tennis racket in his life, when he went to school in Australia, tennis is very much pushed. Mm. And um, now he's playing at a really high level. Oh, is that right? Oh. Yeah. He's, like, state level. And he probably would never have found out. 
if you'd remained in the West Midlands. What about that? Yeah. I've often thought about what a brilliant skier I might be. I might not, not even the potential. I might actually be at that top level without well, it's, even it's just like straight off. skiing you just now. Have a crack at that. <laughs> yeah. No, but I could because I've never tried it. You can't, you can't just have everything. The, you know, every- I've said before on this show that I think I've got a natural aptitude for the pole vaults. I think it looks easy. I think, yeah. I reckon I could do that. <laughs> Look at you. No, a big he hasn't. <laughs> yeah. Jumping, isn't it? Just yeah, let go at the right skiing, point. That's no, be far. I could imagine pole vaulting with the cockerel. Using me as the pole. You'd have to help me a bit down the wrong way if we had to be good at a sport what would i be good at i'm afraid i'm gonna have to be the shot put no oh okay no come on emily (laughs) i think it's deadlifts in it yeah but the pert posterior you see that that's always going to be a slight issue with certain sports not for the The big posterior oh yeah helpful for the deadlift you said pert posterior it is pert as well (laughs) big and pert yeah it happens. What a, what a double that they were. They were, they were good. Hello, I'm big and I'm pert. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were, they were great. I love that bit they did about when they did, like, the Western spoof. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, brilliant. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, yes, well, I, um, I, I like the idea of predicting, because there was that bloke, wasn't there, who won a lot of money on his son when he said he'd play for England by a oh, certain yeah. age. Was oh, that right? What about we'll have a we'll have a bit of a readers uh, thing. Mm. I predict that um, my son Boz will be a professional stand-up comedian by the time he's twenty-five. Wow! I mean, successful. That's good. Doing well. And if I'm wrong, oh, we'll, if t- we, tiger if, mothers. If we get some names now and draw one out of a hat, mm. if I'm wrong, then at that, if he doesn't make it, mm. the the prize for that person is they can name anyone in their life, and I'll assassinate them. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have a bit of a job in 25 years. Well, that's it. I've got nothing to lose. <laughs> I think the... Uh... I'm happy to just run into them and bite their throats out. <laughs> I don't care about being caught. Forget <laughs> it. You know, so what? Well, you're going to put me in prison. I'm in my late 70s. Bring it on, I'll say. <laughs> bring it on! Whoa, bring it on! What a whack here! I notice as you get older, you get a sort of an American accent. <laughs> <laughs> How does that happen? <laughs> well, I don't care anymore about uh, my life. <laughs> He's dead. And he, I, it was a competition winner. What could I do? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, we've had an email entitled "Did I Hear Right," which I opened with misgivings. Mm. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I thought, what, what have we said? Yeah. Um, Dear, in alphabetical order, ladies first, Miss Emily, Mr Allen and Mr Frank. Okay. Um, did I hear right a little while ago? Did Frank? Did Mr Frank say that he took his son and girlfriend swimming in his car? I feel this is a bit odd, as wouldn't it ruin the upholstery? Well, that is deliberately misinterpreting yeah. what I said for comic purposes. I think yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. I love it when they do that. <laughs> I like what he's Little. done there. That's from Mitch Mitchell. He says not Mitch that Mitchell. One. Who's Mitch Mitchell? He um he did. Well, I never felt more like singing the blues. <laughs> I never thought. And at Waterloo, Waterloo. You're quite the one-man band, aren't you? Well, <laughs> thank you very much. It sounds a bit unwell. But the first version of it sounded like the ageing Frank they're that two, was two uh, different songs. tried for a crime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I should say, there have been a couple of people who want to take you up on that offer. Oh, OK. But Steph, they have got... They can't do it until Boz is... No, Steph not, says, I'll take that bet, because I know who I want you to assassinate in okay. 25 years. All right. 
Mm. Well, that's interesting because that's assuming um, whoever it is, they're going to be, they're not going to be that dangerous and sprightly at, 20, at 25 no. years. None of us are. Good point. Anyway, <laughs> bringing us down Speak on absolute. Map surgery I plan on having. Don't you <laughs> believe what you see? Um, I would like to read an email, Frank. I'm going to call it email four. This <laughs> is from Michael Leslie. Oh, yeah. He says, uh, dear Frank... It's strange that the two, uh, the names of the two grade brothers. Correct. Yeah. Oh, do you think he's a theatrical? Two more cigar aficionados. Yeah. Dear Frank, Emily, brackets, delightful, and, em- and Alan. Mm. No, no brackets, no. Catching yeah. up over podcasts, it struck me that you've been involved in some surreal situations. <laughs> the two that stick in my mind... Mm. Are you appearing on a bill where Ron Atkinson... Clo- he sh- I should say he's directing this to Frank, not me. Mm-hmm. Appearing on a bill where Ron Atkinson closed the show singing My Way and you attending Wembley with Hold Tony... Oh, also <laughs> accompanied only by Nigel Kennedy on the violin. <laughs> Sounds quite mournful. Yeah, it was a bit mournful. Can I continue? Yes, yeah. of course. And you attending Wembley with Tony the Tiger, who then left at half-time. Yes, he had... Uh, he, as he said to me, I'm sorry I feel <laughs> terrible, I, I got heat stroke last week as a Pink Panther. <laughs> Other than comedy itself. He's a feline specialist. And excluding alcohol-induced. When has your comedy taken you to situations where you've paused and thought, is this really happening? How did I end up here with them doing this? Well, I don't know about... I don't mm-hmm. want to go into that. Um, I assume that the incredible Miss M will have some stories from fashion, but I would be really interested if fame has taken you, M or Alan, anywhere along a surreal tangent. Well, as you can, you can imagine, many times. Many. What sticks out in your mind? Um, I think it was um, backstage with Elvis Costello at the Hammersmith Apollo. Oh, that's good, Frank. Uh, More soon. Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I did say I'd I'd tell the Elvis Costello story, but I I don't think we have time. So um, Mm. I'll I'll bookmark it and do it. so you're going to tell us a surreal story about surreal your showbiz well, career? Thing about we must next have week. Some. The thing about we, a surreal story, oh, yeah. on that Best time's hanger. the clocks... The, remember that time the clocks melted in here and all those ants were on the wall? <laughs> <laughs> no, um... Yeah, but I was going out with Salvador at the time. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, um... I do remember that thing about you think, how did I get here? Yeah. I, I did a, a photo shoot for Loaded and I was in a jacuzzi with two models. Oh, absolutely disgusting. And I turned to one of them and said, you know, I used to work in a factory. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Nice. She looked at me, not with contempt, she looked at me like you might look at um, a chest of drawers. <laughs> <laughs> not with any con- just like, as if... What is this thing? Not even that. Not even... <laughs> po- just looked black. Just looked at me like you just observed something. And we moved on. I had a backstage conversation that lasted ten minutes with uh, television's Roy Walker wearing no shirt about his stand-up act. <laughs> <laughs> Who was wearing no shirt? He had no shirt on. He was okay. going, do you think I should do more gags, Alan? Or stories? I think I must... And I was thinking, how did this happen? You used That's... to be on catchphrase, and now you're asking me for stand-up <laughs> advice with no yeah. shirt on. Very strange. What's he... How, how's he looking? Uh, it was about... Um, Five years ago, it was a while. Yeah, yeah, good. He's not bad looking. Yeah, he's no, I'm, I'm thinking about nice what you know. I'm, I'm thinking what about the torso. On, I think. Oh, we had a vest on. Mm-hmm. What about oh. when I was eight years old and I said I don't want to go to Doris Lessing's for lunch? I hate <laughs> Doris Lessing. Oh. Yeah, she was horrible. No, she wasn't. She was a nice woman, but she talked but, too but much. Horrible. She just talked too much. Yeah, oh, right. I really? had no time for it. Yeah, you should have told them Doris Lessing. <laughs> <laughs> 
thanks um, very much. Good night. That's yeah, <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> that that quite makes sense. It's got a lovely rhythm to it. That's, <laughs> that's what it's all about. It's like <laughs> life. It's like life. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. It's got a lovely rhythm to it. What about when I went over the Arsenal to? Oh no, I went to. No, again, <laughs> more is less. Um, or was it layers? <laughs> what about um, a fortnight ago when I stood in a hotel and I'd bought myself um, like a salad and some um, steamed mackerel, you know, like in a tin that I tipped into oh, the salad yeah. and then realised that the hotel didn't have any teaspoons, that they'd swapped them and they only had little plastic stirrers, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And I had to use two of those like chopsticks to eat... <laughs> A salad with fish in my hotel room. And I was thinking, how did it come to this, Alan? How did it come to this stupid That's moment? Terrible. What, Ridiculous. What, what about when I was misrepresented <laughs> in the press and didn't do any post-match interviews for two seasons? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I look back and I think, God, get over it. Anyway, look, um, thank you for so much for listening. And uh, you know what? If the good Lord spares us and the Craigs don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. 